Welcome to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner. Our world is in big trouble and we are in it up to our souls. Be alert because Satan is not done attacking you yet. We need to learn from God's word how to fight the spiritual war that each of us is engaged in today. So let's join our lesson today. Let's have prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, O God. We thank you, Father, for blessing us that we have this mind to come and lift up your name. Lord, we ask that you would bless all those that are listening to this podcast. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask uh, Evangelist Turner if she would read from 1 Kings 17. Chapter 17, verses 8 through 16. Amen. If if you don't mind writing these down, these verses, so that you can read them after the podcast is over. Read it for yourself. Praise God. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zaripath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he rose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And she, and as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go, and do as thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake first, and bring it unto me. And after, make for three for thee and for thy son. For thus said the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of it the oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. Last verse 16. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Oh, my God. Amen. God is able. God is able. Now, it seemed that that uh, command that was given seemed to have been kind of hard. But if you'll just obey God, regardless of how difficult it seemed to be, God will bless you. Amen. God will bless you. He is a protector of his children. He's a provider for his children. Sometimes we can't see what God can see. We have a reason for what he asks us to do. He has a reason. Just follow the instructions of God. Amen. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. God is able. That's the title of our lesson. God is able. He can fix it. Whatever the problem might be, God can fix it. Sometimes it seems to be so impossible. But if you just believe, hold on. God is able. God is able. Praise God. This lesson today is a testament of God's protection for his children. God's protection for his children. Those of you that are special, those of you that manage to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit as the word gives it, not as man gives it, but as the word, as the word gives it, you are a special person. Not that the person that haven't gotten to that point yet is not loved by God, but because you have sacrificed, you have sacrificed and qualified, and God has blessed you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, oh my God, you are really special. You are really special. And there's a very good chance that you have a calling on your life, a thing for you to do. I know that's what happened with me. Now I do. Early in my years, I didn't understand, and I didn't really believe as I should. Praise God. I was a slow learner coming up, except for math. Uh, I always was able to pass my math classes, and I would go to my mother and ask for help in my other classes, but she wasn't able to help me because she had the same problem I had. She was a slow learner as well. She wasn't even able to go to school, but maybe one month out of a year. She didn't have her academics together, but she would tell me, James, ask God. Reach out to God. Ask him to help you. Well, you know, I guess I didn't really believe. And, and, and I, I don't know if I really ask as often or, or put as much into this request as I should have, but I know it was at least uh, 20 years later that God fixed my problem. I, I was feeling sorry for myself, though I had a good job. God had already blessed me. As a, to be a machinist, I made pretty good money because my math was really good. So, but I wanted to move up. I felt that, boy, if I could retain what my instructors tell me, if I could just remember what I read, if I could retain that, I could move up. And I was just feeling sorry for myself. And I, I was walking around in my new home. I just bought a home a few months before that. And I was like a 20... 20, 25, maybe, and that was my second home. But you see, I wasn't doing bad uh, as far as employment was concerned, but I still yet had my difficulties. But so, and I knew about them, see. Other people didn't know, but I knew that I had difficulty with reading and remembering what I read. Even what the teacher taught me, I had difficulty retaining that. So I was walking through the house feeling sorry for myself, and I was saying, Lord, help me. And I guess I must have really, reached, really touched God that time. I was operating in about a 48% level, uh, like a 40-watt bulb in my life. I was doing well enough to survive, but I was asking God to help me because I wanted to do better. I wanted to be better. I wanted to get a nice office job, nice and clean. I wanted to make more money. Huh. 
So I was just walking through saying, Lord, help me. I'm doing the best I can. Lord, help me. And at that day, maybe an hour or so later, it was like a light came on in my mind. A light came on, and I went from like a 40-degree or 40-watt bulb to an 85-watt bulb, a 40%. Oh, man, I realized right then that God had granted me my wish. God had granted me my wish. I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, did I automatically know how to read? No, sir. Evident automatically, I, I, I had to reach the goal that I, I had intended, no, but I had to put some works in it. I, God gave me what I needed to start out. Now, let me tell you something. Faith without works is dead. I don't care what you've got going for you. You might have the faith, but you need to put some legs on it. Believe. Do whatever you have to do to succeed. Once God give you the ability to do it, you need to do it, not sit down on it and say thank you and don't do anything with it. You have to move. Praise the God. Praise God. But Mother had told me years before to read. Praise the Lord. Uh, and I, it was about 18 years later that this happened to me. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, my mind went from like a 40 degree, a 40% uh, abilities to 85%. Praise God. And I seemed to realize that I had a special relationship with God. Something God gave me, one thing God gave me, even before that, was wisdom. Now, there was a lot of things, other things that I needed, but I had, God had blessed me to the point where that I knew how to stay out of trouble. He had blessed me with a good personality, a good attitude. And those two things made it possible for me to work with people, especially older people. They didn't mind helping me because I was respectful, and they didn't mind reaching out to me. I thank God for that. People need personality. Amen. They, they need this thing. They, 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 they need to, 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 to have a good attitude about life and about other people, you know. They, 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 they need to, to a father. They need a mother. They need someone to teach them. And one thing for sure, brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers. Teach your children how to pray. Teach them how to pray in Jesus' name. Teach them how to pray. Pray with them. And let them know God is real. This is a testament of, the, of God's ability to help anybody that believes. Anybody. If you just reach out to God and ask for help. Now, sometimes it don't happen just like that. Sometimes you have to put forth an effort. Whatever addiction you got, whatever problems you got, you've got to want to overcome that. You have to put forth an effort to try and overcome that. With the help of God, you will. You will overcome those disabilities. Praise God. Pray with your children. Believe. Teach them how to believe. Believe in God, baby. God is able. That's what was the one thing I had an illiterate mother. 
But that was the one thing she was able to give me is, 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 is to believe. Perhaps I didn't believe hard enough. Maybe I, I didn't get it, uh, that understanding that I had to really put more of myself into it. But it was something that stuck with me. And that day when God delivered me and opened my mind that I could go back to school again and I could learn, mentioned that going back to school again, it didn't just happen. I had to work with it. But God gave me what I needed to work with that, to get what I wanted. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for coming to my aid. I thank you, Lord, for being minded of, of me. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for what you've done. I thank you for where you brought me from. And, Father, I will never forget where I came from. I will never, and I will never look up down on those, oh God, that hasn't succeeded as I have. I thank you, Lord, for what you've done. And I know you, you, as you've done these things for me, you'll do them for others. I would like to encourage people that are having trouble in the mind, lack of ability, whatever it has to be, whatever it is, reach out to God. In the name of Jesus, it is possible. All things are possible. If you just believe, if you just believe, if you just believe, believe, believe in Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Believing is so important that we reach out. And I'm going to tell you something. Whatever God gives you to do, regardless of how difficult it seems to be, Try and do it with all that's within you, meaning you may not succeed because that devil is going to come against you. He's going to try everything to keep you from succeeding, especially if you're one of those that your calling is to help people come to God. The devil do not want God's children to look to him. And you know what? Most of the, teach, most of the churches today, are teaching prosperity. There's nothing wrong with prosperity in itself. But when you put your whole life into prosperity alone, you're going to be lost. God put the prosperity out there for his children. Yes, he did. But he also got salvation out there. God wants you to prosper at the same rate that you prosper spiritually. It's your growth in God. He wants you wants them to be equal, grow, 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 grow together. Yeah. Prosperity and Christianity, a closeness with God. He wants you don't want you to forget about him. He didn't put t prosperity there for you to just forget about him. And it seemed like America has forgotten about him. Oh, I'm telling you, we are probably one of the if not the, the, but one of the greatest countries in the world. You know, we, we Americans, we all want to believe that we're it. But I do know we're up there, you know. We're up there, you know, as far as prosperity is concerned. Even the, compared to many countries, the people on welfare, the people that's living uh, 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 in shelters are rich. They wish they had a shelter they could go to. They wish they had a place that they could go get food. We, we have so much. And because of that, 
we don't tend to look to God and say, thank you, Lord, for this shelter. Thank you, Lord, for this food. Thank you, Lord, for those people that prepared the food for us to eat today. No, they take everything for granted. This is the work of Satan. He don't want you to look to God, but he doesn't hinder prosperity because he feels in his heart that if man is prosperous, he'll forget about God. There was a time when I was a child, I remember my uncle would get up uh, uh, before day in the morning and have to go out and, uh, and find the mules if he could see them and then find the bridles and everything and, and put the bridles on. Then he had to feed the mules or fed the mules first. I don't know which, which had to be done first because I was too young, only about five or six years old. But I remember these things, you know. And then he would work until from daylight until dark, at least 12 hours a day, you know. And he was thankful. And he, all of the work that he did, he would pray that the crops would be bountiful. He would pray for the, the sun to be right, not too hot, but not too cold. The rain to come in its proper uh, 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 perspective, uh, the, the, the whatever is needed for the, for the crop to grow. Amen. He was uh, praying to God, Lord, let this happen, whatever is needed. You know? so, but what I'm trying to say is eh, he looked to God. For his well-being. Now, you know, we get up, we go to work, somebody gives you a check. You know, you go and spend it and go back to work, get yourself another check. And we don't stop and thank God for, for what he's provided. Everything that we have is provided by God. Sometimes, even prosperity, but sometimes prosperity uh, is a hinder to men because he started taking everything for granted. Amen. Everything for granted. Amen. Uh, I ask um, you to pray and don't forget where your blessings come from. And those of you that's having difficulty today, today, God is able to fix it. My wife read about the lady uh, with the just a little morsel of bread and a little oil, and they were going to go someplace and, and just die because they were going to starve to death. But because they were obedient to God, because they looked to God, God provided food for them. God provided food for them. God will provide a means for you. Amen. God will provide a means for you. Look to God. Thank him for what you've got. Don't ever forget. Be nice to your neighbors. Be nice to all people because you never know. You might be entertaining an angel in disguise. He might be there to help you. He might have something to give you, a message for you. Be courteous. Oh my God, God is real. And you know, between the Holy Ghost and his angels, because they're both working with us, the Holy Ghost is there to lead and guide you. The angels are there to protect you and, 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 uh, and look for your well-being, 
because you're a child of God. They're assigned to help you, to look after you. They're also assigned to keep a record on you as to how you are, what's your attitude, you know, uh, well, how's your behavior, you know, what sinful things are you doing, what are the good things you're doing, you know, how are you reaching out to people, you know, God is watching everything you do. And I'm telling you, uh, just going to the bathroom, closing the door, feeling like you hid. You're not hid. You're not hid. Believe me, to God, your life is an open book wherever you are. You know, uh, I, by the grace of God, I was able to go back to school. and. I got my associate degree and my bachelor's degree and uh, my uh, master's degree back in 77. It was not me. It was God. God had delivered me. God helped me. See? I asked him. He came through. He will come through for you as well. He will come through for you as well. Thank God for what you have. Thank God that you've heard about him. Don't be like the woman with the issue of blood that, 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 that went through all of her funds before she came to God. You know, use God as a last resort. Look to God before you fall on your face. Look to God. If you fall on your face, yet look to God for help to get up. Look to God. Look to God. God is able. God is able. Thank God. Uh, about uh, two years ago, God gave me this calling and, and sent my wife and I, uh, Evangelist Turner, out into the evangelist field. And I felt that I needed to get more, not because I, God hadn't already provided me with more spiritual knowledge than most, but some people need to uh, have something like um, a title. Some people, if you got a title, they'll listen to you. I, I didn't really feel I had a need to go back to college to get no doctor degree because God had already blessed me. I already knew these things. But to get a title, if that will help one person to come to God, one person that was having difficulties in school, one that was a slow learner, one that was it should have been in special ed. They didn't have special ed when I was a child. But one that should have been in special ed as a child. If God can bring me up, oh, what can he do for you? God have no respect to person. If he did it for me, he would do it for you. In Jesus' name, declare that. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner of First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ located in Rocharon, Texas, 77583. It is our prayer that you will gain more spiritual knowledge from the Word of God and learn how to stay free from the strongholds of evil that come against you in your life. We welcome your tax-deductible donations sent to First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rocharon, Texas, 77583. That's First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
located at 900 Long Street, Rosharon, Texas, or Cash App, dollar sign FND Church. Again, Cash App, dollar sign FND Church. You can also email Dr. Turner at turnerman at yahoo.com. Turnerman at yahoo.com.